Continue working on your file from the last movie, or use the provided file named museumcameras.max. It's a more complete version of the scene you worked on in the last movie, with about a dozen vehicles moving along their respective paths. As much as this adds to the scene, you still need to animate a camera or two to get more interesting shots at the project. Still images work well, but animations sell a better concept. Creating a camera is easy, especially in 3ds Max. In the top view, you create a target camera with a simple click and drag to define camera and target positions. A target is obviously a point you want to look at, in this case the museum structure. To see what the camera is looking at, switch one of the viewports to display the camera point of view. This way, as you adjust the camera and target positions, you get instant feedback in the viewport. This looks like a good starting point. It's also a good idea to rename a camera. We'll name this one Cam Street, which hints at a street view. Also, do not rely on the viewport for framing a camera shot. The viewport's aspect ratio may not be the same as the final render. Instead, set the camera view in safe frames mode so you can frame the shot better. All that remains is to animate the camera. Fortunately, animating a camera for design animation is easier than doing so for a movie or a computer game. What I mean by that is that camera motion is typically simpler. You don't usually initiate camera shakes and fast cuts in design animation like you would do for a James Bond movie. Instead, you keep camera flow slow and smooth. In this case, you'll simply animate the camera linearly in the space of 600 frames or 20 seconds. Enable Animate Mode and go to frame 600. Move the camera in the top view, but keep the distance in check. Again, you want a slow animation to give the client time to appreciate the building design. However, you can lift the camera in Z to give the impression of a crane shot. These always look nice. You can also relocate the target at frame 600 if you need to fine-tune the framing of the shot. Test out the result by playing the animation in the viewport. Adjust as necessary. Because you are using a simple move action from point A to point B, the animation automatically takes into account acceleration and deceleration. With the camera selected, right-click and go to the Curve Editor. Notice the curve that accelerates gently at the beginning and decelerates at the end. This is because the position default controller is based on Bezier float. This works well for simple motions like the one you just created. Let's do another one. 
This time, you create a shot from above, or a bird's eye view. Exit auto key mode and create another target camera, looking at the opposite side of the building. Rename it Cam Bird's Eye and switch the 3D viewport to see through the lens of the new camera. Adjust the camera and its target to get a nice diving shot at frame zero. Go to frame 600 and enable auto key mode one more time. Move the camera so it's looking at the front of the building again. Scrub the animation and notice the problem. The camera is going through the neighboring building. This could have been prevented by placing the camera on a path, but it's not hard to fix with simple keyframing. All you need is another keyframe position to ensure the camera's trajectory doesn't go through the building. You can display the current trajectory by right-clicking the camera and going to the Object Properties dialog. Under Display Properties, disable Bilayer if you need to, this is a 3ds Max design default, and enable Trajectory. Click OK when done. This shows you the trajectory the camera is following, which is a straight line so far. Go to a frame where the camera is in the middle of the side building. I'll use frame 260 in my case. With auto key still enabled, move the camera outside the building. The trajectory is now an arc. In the curve editor, verify acceleration and deceleration. and test out the playback in the viewport. There are no limits to the number of cameras you can create and animate. Ultimately, each camera shot can be rendered and saved as a separate animation. You now have an interesting scene coming together with animated cars and cameras. To bring it fully to life though, you need animated pedestrians. You will do this in the next movie by using the Populi tool.